Welcome in. And on this special day, we remember Martin Luther King Jr. We thank him for everything he stood for. And on this edition of Locked on Astros, we are going to talk about Framber Valdez. We're going to talk about Mauricio Dubon and just some things we need to look at going into the 2024 season. So on this MLK Day, welcome into Locked on Astros. We're your team every day. Let's get started. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Stros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, on this very, very cold Monday, where can they find you at? They can find me at HMW Haas on X, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Strohs411 on X, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with personal supply of five antibiotics that treat up to 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use the code Locked On to get $20 off your order. That's J-A-S-E Medical. Dot com And guys, thank you for making the Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to us. Go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Become an everydayer and make us your first listen. And we appreciate you. So guys, we're going to talk a little bit about Mauricio Devon. This was uh, after we recorded the last episode. Uh, the the news came out of what they filed at uh, for arbitration. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, the Astros haven't ruled out bringing back Phil Maton. This is a cheaper alternative uh, to uh, Hector Neris, who is actually being rumored at uh, possibly going to the Yankees. Hmm. That would suck. Uh, then we're going to go and take a deep dive into Framer Valdez. I know we kind of mentioned him at the end of the last podcast. And then we're going to look at some of the projections for Framer Valdez for the 2024 season. But uh, this hmm. is a very cold day. Hopefully you are staying safe. Uh, tomorrow's uh, supposed to be even colder. I know Houstonians, we're not used to this, but um, that's why I'm wearing my little sweater right now. So, Brett, are you okay over there? Man, I'm good. You know, um, I, I just, I, any, anytime we get weather like this, I, I grow more and more respect for people who live up North. Uh, you know, they're in Buffalo. They're literally paying citizens $20 an hour in food to get that stadium, like all the snow out of the stadium, the bleachers, the field. And so that's, that's a pretty enormous task. You know, um, I just got a text from a friend, uh, Travis Duke up in Dallas. Um, they're, they're having snow flurries. So, Although I like snow, I like the novelty of it because it's not common around here. I could do without the ice. So yeah, like Eric said, stay safe. And, you know, speaking of, speaking of ice, um, it seems like um, the Dubon talks with the Astros isn't heating up. It seems like it's cooling off a little bit because I think Dubon knows his worth and he's basically telling the team, if I'm as valuable to you guys as I think I am, then I'm going to ask for more. And I think that I have a case that when I go before the arbiter that he's going to, he or she is going to see it my way because of what I've accomplished. I mean, his first time as a full-time player, Eric, 
he basically was auditioning for a role. And I think he, he got it. And he is, he's a utility guy that Alednis Diaz was supposed to be right. Right. I mean, he's dependable at the plate. He's a, he's a Swiss army knife when it comes to his glove. And who else have we ever had that's been nominated for two different gold gloves? Yeah. Not even Marvin Gonzalez uh, can say that. Uh, so what he did was he played great defense. He filled in for a legend, Jose Altuve, and he made $1.4 million last year. So he was like, you know what? Um, I think what the Astros are going to do is they're probably going to double that. So that's 2.8 million. So the Astros went a little bit higher and they, they, they went ahead and filed at 3 million. So Mauricio Devon was like, you know what? I, I think I'm worth a little bit more than just doubling it. I pay, I had a lot more at bats than I've ever had. I've had, I, I had the two gold gloves nominations. So I should be uh, rewarded for this. And um, I'm, I proved that I'm valuable to the team. I've become a big part of the team. And so I think I deserve a little bit more. And so he asked for 3.5. You might say, well, that's not a big deal. It's only right. 500 thousand dollars it's not that big a deal in terms of um like i mean in terms of millionaires money it's not a big deal but if you're talking about the astros are only six hundred and seventy five thousand dollars below the luxury tax threshold at the moment that five hundred thousand dollars becomes a big deal Right. And so you're you're gonna have the Astros going in front of arbitrator and saying, Yeah, Mauricio did great good job for us last year. He played, uh, we needed some help, but this is why we think he's not worth it. And then Debon's gonna be like, Well, if it weren't for me, you wouldn't have done this. And so it's it gets a little so, bit yeah, they can't they can't look at Dubon and say we lost because of you. Right. They can't they can't look at Dubon and say, well, you didn't do enough. I mean, because he hit key long balls throughout the season. He had key contributions in the postseason. And like you said, Eric, he took over for Jose Altuve. He filled the shoes of Jose Altuve and went out there, and he embraced his role on this team. And when I, to me, when a player embraces something, it means, it, it, it doesn't mean they always have to have all-star caliber but he embraced it mentally, which helped him right. embrace it physically because he had the tools. This is what I wonder. Had he gotten an all-star nod, had he gotten the votes, had he snuck in, would the Astros be like, okay, we'll give you three and a half, or do you think that they're going to just settle regardless? Because the team's job is to lowball, and like you said, that 500000 is like, let's say we have 20000 in cap room, right? But we have a guy that wants nineteen point five. Well... I don't know about that. We that only leaves us that leaves us, you know what I'm saying? That would be right. if a club wants to offer you 16 and you want 19 and a half. I mean, that would be a three and a half million would a big would be a big difference here if that five hundred thousand is huge. And Papa Crane, it seems like, is not ready to be going as much more over than he is. Cause remember, it's your receipts, I believe, at the end of the season versus right. the beginning of the season. So yeah. So they're gonna, uh, they're gonna be the Astros around. The Astros could do like what the Angels did. Let's say they fall out of contention. They could dump a whole bunch of salary at the end. And um, But I don't think they're going to do that. And uh, to clarify, it's not, not anything you said, Brett, but I've seen a lot of comments on uh, X and stuff about, well, um, about uh, the luxury tax threshold and um, what was I going to say? 
was about uh, I'll remember it in a second. But That's, no, no, hey man, it happens. But um, let's go ahead and oh yeah, you can't meet in the middle. That's what I was going to talk about. Uh, so the Astros had their chance to meet in the middle at the arbitration hearing. It's gonna be A or B, no C. There's no option in the middle. Yeah, uh, they had their chance. It, it's not like you start at 12 and, right. and and then the club says, how about 10? And you say, how about 11? It's not like right. bartering, right? It's it, in, and it is. The Astros and, win or the, or Mauricio Devon wins. There's no, nobody's going to be happy. One, one side's going to be unhappy. So, and you, you hope though, be, because from what Mike Stanton said himself on this show is you just can't take it personally as a player. Right. And he said, now I can imagine players have heard throughout history because especially with clubs spending big money and they can avoid spending big money and keep you on, you know, that makes sense. But man, Eric, you, you're hitting me hard today, man. Not only the cold weather, but with Nary's going to the Yankees, that was like, my stomach got upset when you said that now possibility. It's I'm just saying, just saying it, Eric, man, dude, it's a cold day in Houston, but you know what though? (laughs) The sun's coming out kids. I mean, baseball is closer and closer than it's ever been. And um, I, I, I'm excited, but I'm, ex- you know, I'm wondering, does Phil Maton come back? Does, I mean, what if Nerys and Maton came back? Because look, Hicks is gone. Hicks took a role in, in San Francisco and good for him, but he's going to try to be a starter too. He's right. not been a starter for some time. And so I don't think it was just the years and the money. I think it was also what he was wanting to do and Ash was like, eh, no, nah, we're not, we're not doing that. Well, I also think that Hicks was not going to get that fourth year here. So any pitcher coming to Houston, uh, he's not going to get four years. He'll get three years maximum. And I think that's just the way Jim Crane does business. Speaking of doing business, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about Phil Maton. We're going to go ahead and break down what happened last year with Farmer Valdez. Go deep into numbers um, in a second. This episode brought to you by Jace Medical. Promo code today, Locked On. Or $20 off your case. And I know that we love sports and it's here to help us escape the crazy realities of life. I mean, you can just, if you can just take a minute to prepare for real life, let me tell you, according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. It can be scary. I can't imagine a more hopeless feeling than one of than someone in my family getting sick and not being able to get their medicine because of supply chain issues. But thankfully, Jace Medical has some help. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among other things. This stuff could happen to any of us. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. There's never been more important time than be prepared today at jacemedical.com. Promo code locked on for $20 off your order. Get it today. Hey guys, uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about your car. Um, in this type of weather, you need the best type of parts for your car. And the best way to get those is by eBay Motor. Uh, passion, drive, and patience. What brings homes the winning trophy for the Houston Astros? Hopefully for Texans. We'll see what happens over the next uh, few weeks. But it's also what keeps you, your ride or dive alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, 
power style. eBay Motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You always have find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. I wish you could say the same thing for presents you get for your significant other. Because with eBay Motor, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at prices you want, it's easy for you to turn that car into MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Go to um, eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. And guys, thank you for making Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and subscribe to us. Go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Go and make the Locked On Sports Today podcast your second listen. 24-7 streaming content has all the news of today. What are, what's going in the NFL? Is the game snowed out? Uh, who's going to be in Super Bowl this year? Can the Texans actually make it? All there, Locked On Live uh 24 7 on youtube uh go in to check it out and um sometimes uh when astros make some big news you might see the locked on astros guys there too man they hit you they hit you hardcore with that um ebay motors i uh, take look man ebay motors is back and they i mean they're great i actually used them last time around we had them and so i'm definitely on board with that that's cool but dude talk about motors and parts maton Naries, these guys you know valdez i mean this team is full of moving parts and as long as, you know, I think the engine is intact, Eric, we just got to make sure the struts the you know, we got to make sure that the key parts of the vehicle for this Astros steam train is still rolling because I have a lot of confidence for this team going in. The biggest question marks will be our pitching. I think our offense is fine. Well, there's a lot of question marks like we've talked about, especially in the rotation. I mean, once you get to July or June, Everything's going to be fine, but uh, the bullpen, you lost some key pieces. I know Ryan Stanek was hot and cold last year. Phil Maton probably had one of his best seasons last year, uh, but he's not a big name. A lot of people are not offering him the type of money that he would uh, probably have wanted. And Naris, uh, he was great last year, but he wasn't so reliable in the playoffs. So there's some uh, question marks there. Uh, last year, Maton made $2.55 million last year. So you're going to have to give him at least uh, a pretty good raise, maybe like $4 million, $4.5 million, something like that for him to come back. It depends on how many teams are competing for his services. He's not a, um, he's not a setup guy. He's not a closer. He's not going to demand big money. But uh, according to Chandler Rome, the Astros have not ruled him out. And so he is an option. And uh, that that uh, he was told by a source that um, they haven't um, that they haven't shown much interest in him. But change the things could change if um, if uh, they can't find anybody else for a bullpen because he is a little cheaper option. See, I just don't think why you wouldn't make a run at both at both Maton and Aries just to bring them back because they know the system, they know, they know the coaches. I think they perform really well. I know people are like, yeah, I'm Maton, but I'm very high on Aries. I know he struggled a little bit here and there, but I'm very high on this guy because he, he just just the energy he brings. Um, he right. has the ability if he's got to step into a closer's role, he's got the ability to do that. I mean, injuries is a real thing, and 
to me, if you're going to go after guys that are going to push you over some threshold, it needs to be guys that are going to help you in your weakest portion of your lineup. I would much rather overpay a little bit on Naries and pay Maton than go out and get a position player and pay a whole lot more over. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think that's where we need the help. So Maton coming back seems a lot more realistic. Dude, I'm still going to hold out hope for Naries. I I just, that connection with the club to me has got to win over. But then again, you cannot fault the guy if he goes somewhere for a lot of money. Even if it's the Yankees, we would hate that. But that would definitely be a shot in their arm. They would, that would, that would boost them big time, I think, just because right. of his experience. All right. It's all, it's uh, Martha Luther King Day, but it's also the start of the international signing period. So um, all 30 clubs can sign their players. To, of course, uh, this is not like Major League Baseball, uh, like with the college prospects. You can actually kind of pre announce it and then officially announce it. Um, like a little bit later, there's no like tampering rules or anything like that. So most of these deals have already been agreed to. They just can't be officially, officially announced. But the Astros, unlike previous years, have not really locked into that top guy, one of the top guys. But they do have one in the top 50. Uh, it's Anderson Paula. He's a outfielder from Dominican Republic. Um, they, they haven't really said how much he's uh, worth, but... Um, I'm sure we're going to find some more names that that they've been linked to. There was a top prospect that um, they were looking at uh, along with the Red Sox and a couple other teams. I don't know if uh, he's officially signed with anybody yet, but um, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, The Astros have $5.284 million in their pool to sign players. And um, I think that's already factored in into the luxury tax. Uh, but um, so Paula has a lot of um, power potential. Um, he is young, but uh, that's typically what happens with these international players. No. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting here watching some footage of his, of his swing, you know, while you are talking about him, it looks like he's got the ability to pull the ball. He's got the ability to go opposite field he's got an absolute cannon from the outfield. And, you know, that's one of the things that, um, that, that we boast about on Pedro Leone and his, his bat dish hasn't really manifested into what it's supposed to be. So Eric, whether it's number one or number 49 is really not the key here. What is key is what, what, what helps the Astros continue their winning ways. And if someone like him can come in, and spice things up. I mean, we even have Yiner Diaz, his brother in our system. We have, um, we got, we have so many young stars. We have Baez coming up. Um, you know, Melton's still here. Um, I mean, we've got a lot of international stars and we have success signing international players. So I trust right. no matter whether it's one or 49 who the Astros get, because though I've studied, they'll know that this guy has a future. So I'm excited. Yeah, and uh, the Astros have this way, like you said, of taking just regular players and just turning them into stars. Um, so uh, maybe not superstars. Uh, we we don't have that Ellie uh, De La Cruz or anything like that, but we had those in the past. We had Alvarez. We had Kyle Tucker. If you look at the fantasy, because I'm, I'm diving into fantasy baseball right now, mm. Kyle Tucker is in the top six players in baseball right now. Wow. And, uh, Alvarez is in the top, I think, 15. I think a lot of people are still kind of worried about his ability to stay healthy, but he also doesn't have the speed that uh, Tucker does. So 
uh, Tucker offers a little bit of all around type talent. And uh, Altuve is still within the top 25 of despite everything that's happened over the past couple of years. So he's up there. So, um, but the Astros have this ability to do that. And they found another key piece in Framber Valdez, but he's been kind of helter skelter over the uh, past couple of years. Last year, for the first half of the season, he was great. The second half of the season, not so great. In playoffs, he wasn't so good. So uh, a lot of people could argue that um, it would be better if the Astros trade him. I disagree. I think that he does offer the Astros a lot more talent. Uh, we're going to talk a little, take a deep dive into what yeah. happened in 2023 in a second. But um, there's some football games going on today and some snowy, snowy right. weather, Brett. Mm -hmm. And so we're definitely going to have to look into that. Yeah, definitely. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Look, I mean, it may be getting colder, but the playoffs are heating up. I mean, after the first round, you saw, well, the first half of the first round, you saw the Texans obliterate the Browns. Now, will the Bills win their game today? The Bills are are going up against um, a really, really good opponent, the Steelers. The line is minus 110 both ways. The over-under is 38 and a half. Will Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills move on to the next round? Or will the Steelers take the hearts of Bills Mafia there in Buffalo? So, Right now, this is what I need you to do. If you've been waiting, why are you waiting? New customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your $5 bet. That's right, $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet. Let me give you the examples. Live same game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub the best way to find your popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. That's right. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the first ever 24-7 streaming channel, which is Locked On Sports Today. It's there for you 24-7 with all the great content out there from Locked On, and whether it's baseball, football, NFL, just whatever you want out there, it's there 24-7 streaming with all the big news from there, with all the local experts out there. Tune in to Locked On Sports today with the first ever 24-7 streaming channel, Locked On Sports Today, and check it out. Uh, every once in a while, you might see Brett and I up there as well. And one of the players that we did talk a lot about last year was the mysterious case of Framer Valdez. Mm. What happened last year? What was the big um, issue with him? I know that uh, if you're looking at the first half of the season, he had an ERA of 266 with a 1.13 whip. He had 102 strikeouts. He allowed six home runs. Then the second half, he had a 3.02 ERA, 1.19 whip, 92 strikeouts, and allowed five home runs. So that doesn't sound too bad, but if you, um, I want to look more at what happened between 2022 and 2023 because mm -hmm. there's a big difference. And I have a lot of numbers here. Uh, the big thing that jumped out at me as I was taking a deep dive is the launch angle. In 2022, the launch angle against him was negative 3.6. That's like no. playing no. in Kansas City. Um, that's like temperature uh, playing football out there the other day. But, exactly. No, uh, I mean, he's your last he's your, year. He's your he's your classic ground ball pitcher. But yeah, go ahead. Last year, 
it went up to 4.2 per hmm. launch angle. So that is a difference of almost eight degrees. And so that means instead of going down into the ground like he was um, the year before, he's going more up. And so it was more line drives, more fly balls. He allowed 11 home runs in 2022, 19 home runs in 2023. Uh, his sweet spot percentage went from 24 to 30.9. Exit velocity went up from 89.8 to 91.5, which was the uh, lowest 3% in baseball. I said that right. Uh, that was like the lowest 3% baseball. So he was one of the worst pitchers in baseball in terms of um, allowing the hardest hit balls against him. Um, so like you just mentioned, ground ball percentage. Uh, in, in 2022, 67.4% to 552 uh, yeah, 55.2%. His career average is 63.5%. Wow. So he wasn't allowing as many ground balls. And so... Um, I'm going to put up a couple stats. Uh, I want you to tell me, I mean, a couple pictures. I want you to tell me okay. what you notice. I'm not going to even tell you which season this, this is, Brett. Okay. All right. Sinker 49, so, curveball 28%, cutter 10%, changeup 9%. Okay. But look at the location. Okay. okay. All, all in the, all in the, okay. A majority right, of the so, in the box. Okay. This is next season. So for those listening, him he he he's showing me the heat map of where each pitch goes. So you have to go to the YouTube channel and check this out. 49, 46.9% sinker located right in the heart of the plate. Curveball 24.3, change up 15.7, and cutter 13.1. Now go back to the other one because I see the curveball. But look, look how much more pinpoint command he had in the first one. Okay, was that 2022? This is 2022. Okay. Look at how pinpoint he was for the most part. Oh, so and, oh, I see because the red is more defined in a specific area right. versus being covering the map like you're, you know, paint yeah. with numbers kind of thing. Right. And, so and look this, at the cutter. Uh, uh, look at the yeah, cutter but, real quick. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now look at this cutter. You see how it's more in the dirt. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, he couldn't keep it up. So that's, oh, wow. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Okay, go ahead and go ahead and remove the graphic. This actually reminds me of when when we interviewed Mike Stanton. One of the first times we talked about Framber Valdez, and he talked about his delivery and the difficulty he has of having to do an arm slot. Everything's so meticulous that when he's in rhythm, he's in rhythm. But when he's out of rhythm and out of sync, I think it starts with his head, and then he starts getting out of sync, and that's when pitchers will overthrow or underthrow, and then that's when pitches get left out over the plate. That's when balls get barreled and that's when you get a higher percentage chance of seeing right. a lack of success. And I honestly think it was died tied directly to Verlander coming back. And I don't think he's going to repeat that this year, Eric. I, I, I think we had this, I think the end of the season was kind of a downer for the team as a whole, just because the offense didn't protect the pitching, but the pitching sure didn't help the last two games of the LCS. So you can't blame our lack of offense on the last two games because we gave up a ton of freaking runs, right? As pitching. Right. So that was a team effort. That was a team loss. I, even though I say I would trade Framber, I'm not saying that because I don't believe in Framber. I'm just saying if you ever are going to trade him, I don't think his value is higher than what it is now. Now, right. 
if he has another season like that, but you don't want to lock him up for those years and he still has at least one more year, he would be a very good asset to put on the trade market because someone else is going to pay him that bag. You won't, if you're not going to, you might as well get something for him. Don't let him walk like Otani did or someone like that. He's not Otani, but you get what I'm saying. Right. And Framber could go out and have a good season. A couple more things to stand out is uh, with runners at second base in 2022, Mm. his whip was 0.91. In 2023, it was 2.06. So, but ironically, in uh, 2022 with the runner on third base, his whip was two. And his whip in 2023 was 0.90. So he got better holding runners at uh, third base in 2023 versus second base. That makes no freaking sense. Is that because they got on to third base more? Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or something because, like that. Um, in 20, well, in 2023, he only gave up three triples. Um, but he did give up, in 2023, he gave up, um, see, what is that? Uh, 18, let's see, seven, uh, 37 doubles, okay? So, um, see, what did he give up in 2022? How many doubles did he give up? Because I've got that right here. Um, 2022, he gave up um, how many doubles? Let's see. Um, yeah, he only gave up he only gave up 26 doubles in 2022. Yeah. So he gave up more extra base hits. That has goes directly with the stat you brought up first, the launch angle. So there you go. Yeah. And the hard hit percentage in 2022 was 41.6. And the uh, in 2023, it went up to 45.6%, which was the lowest 6% in baseball. So right. he was allowing more hard hits. Uh, so basically, he just wasn't fooling people in 2023. It wasn't that his command was actually better. He had allowed fewer walks. Strikeouts were up. He had... Um, he was getting, uh, I think he reached 200 strikeouts for the first time in his career. And so strikeouts were up because he had to uh, strand more runners in base. He wasn't walking more batters. He was just allowing more hits and it just a lot of things. And basically he would be fine, but he would just unravel. There's no stat out there that says, oops, I messed up or I unraveled. So, right. Well, hey, you know what, Eric? This has been this has been a great show, dude. I'm going into this. I'm I'm, I'm excited about this year. The ride's not over, kids. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. He's Eric. I'm Brett. You know where to find us on socials. Eric Cox Crows. Eric at X. I'm HL Wheelhouse at X. And remember, we're your team every day because guess what, Rangers? We're coming after you. Target is now on your back. I hope you're ready to be hunted. We're out. <laughs>